Co. Welcome to the first episode of season three of Books That Make Us Better. My name is Kayla Joe. I'm Megan. I'm Lydia. And I'm Jesse. Uh, how has everybody been? I'm great. Swell. Great. Yeah. You guys, it's, it's been a long time since we've I'm, all been yes. sitting in our chairs um, looking at each other, even though we can't see Jesse or Lydia. <laughs> <laughs> we can hear their their voices their beautiful voices so that's yes. all that matters uh did anyone do a new year's resolution um i made goals and it does involve books oh my gosh i have a book goal I, what's your book goal how many uh 30 what i put 20 oh <laughs> well i read last year i think i read 26 books oh that's awesome. Wow. My Yeah, my goal was 30 last year and I didn't hit it. Wah, wah, wah. But I'm like, I'm going to try it again. Uh, yeah, why not? My goal this year was 17 and I got 16. Oh, oh so man. Gross. Why didn't you pick up like a couple pager one? I was, I was fucking Just moments. Sir. Oh. I was, like, I was moments. Like and men or something, you know? I, like, <laughs> I mean, I know. I should have just picked up. Like, I mean, are we counting kids' books? Because then I definitely hit 17. Yeah, I was going to oh, say, yeah. I'm sure Ira or Cora have a couple. Yes. yes <laughs> yeah, I would have definitely snuck it in somehow. Like, oh, yeah, I read. Yeah, okay. I don't even know any kids' book. Clearly, I don't have any kids. <laughs> good one. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, you know that book for kids? That one? <laughs> That was a good one. I really liked that one. <laughs> Almost landed it, Jesse. Almost <laughs> landed it. I started talking. I was like, shit, I don't know any kids books. <laughs> um, I was I was like uh, five chapters from finishing a David Sedaris book. But I just like with the holidays, it's like so hard to just sit down with the stinking book and finish mm-hmm. it up. So and I couldn't I had to be true to myself. So 16 it is. Done. That's great. I think that's so awesome. Good job. Uh, Lydia, Jesse, anything? Any New Year's resolutions? No, man. I don't make promises I can't keep, and we all know I'm not going to make any of those ones. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, I have good ideas of things I'd like to do, and I usually do well for a while. I'm just not persistent and consistent enough. And I'll admit it. All right. Well, you do you, boo. I like that truth. I mean, yeah. I wish it wasn't me, but it is. So, well, here you go. I don't think it's bad. It's not no. Bad. It's I fine. just, I mean, I, yeah. I I need to set mini goals. Maybe that's what I need to do. Like just four weeks. I, yeah, if you, you look go. at the whole year, then I'm just like, ugh, never. Yeah, I get that. I feel yeah. like when you set it as like a goal instead of a resolution, it feels more attainable and like something you could actually like do. Because I put like goals are to work out four to five times a week and then cook from home five times a week oh which is like I'm, we're trying to save money and so like but i feel like if i don't hit those goals but i do sometimes like good enough that's fine because i'm trying to do something and then it doesn't feel like i broke anything and i have to get sorry give up yeah you know like a a step forward is still movement forward right gosh yeah. jesse that was so wise oh you know okay lydia's turn <laughs> um so I guess like three things is what are, so I want to carve out time where I actually sit and read because I will start a book and then it takes me forever to read it because I won't just commit time to it. And then I get like in this mood where I'm grumpy because I haven't read this book yet. 
And then, um, and Keenan keeps getting me the book of the month uh, membership, which I love, but I have a stack of books. Yes. You have to take, you can pause it, you know. Oh, no, God, no. I don't want to pause it. But I, mean, I, mean, like, I love the books. I'm just saying. And Anne does that. She's like, oh, this month, I don't really like none of these sound good to me. So I'm just going to yeah. pause because I already have 18 books to read. Yes, I have done that. I have like skipped months, but like maybe twice in the last two years. Um, and he just renewed it again for a third year. It's always one of my Christmas gifts. So I appreciate it. Um, and then I want to maintain my gym routine because I'm really like 2021 was great for me when it comes to that. I really like committed to that and I, and I'm happy about it. So I, I need to keep up with that. Um, and uh, my nighttime skin routine, I got slacking on that. So I need to, I need to stay young. No, I'm Love just it. kidding. But I need to just take care of my skin. So, hey, on that note, Curology. Yeah, you like it? That's good. Yeah, it's taken my face some time to like get used to it, but it's so simple, dudes. Didn't like, I tell you about that like a decade ago? Probably. And then and you then said, I, "My, I, it'll never work for me." I thought it wouldn't, and I was wrong. Okay. <laughs> It's great. That's awesome. They don't even sponsor us. But I was just going to say that. Urology. <laughs> it really does. And like, I don't, my specific needs are like acne related. And while I'm still getting breakouts, I do notice that my pores are smaller and it's not even like breakouts. It's like one zit like prior to my period. TMI. Sorry. Everyone. No, but that's good though. It's yeah. great. I'm here for that's it. That's when and mine are my worst. You know, like that's when I break out is. Yeah. For sure. And it's only like three things. I There's like a face wash and then like your special medication and then moisturizer. And that's it. It's amazing. There's no like 13 steps. Have you guys tried slugging? I saw it on TikTok. What? No. So you do your nighttime routine and then you just lather Vaseline on your face. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yeah. It freaking works. Like it's my skin was so soft and what? hydrated it's really good for your skin yeah yeah mm, what because like it holds all the my pores it doesn't it um is that what do they call that lydia where it makes that barrier yeah what kayla said mm -hmm. and then it holds all the like <laughs> skin product in into yes. your face oh yeah. yeah it's actually legit there's a what's that one lady did you watch it from the gray-haired lady who always talks about the montica glow no, I don't know who that is. Oh, I'll find her and then I'll send it to you. She's yes, always rubbing Vaseline all over. They yeah. say to do that with like your perfume too. Yes, like wherever I saw that. wherever you're gonna spray it, like rub Vaseline. People are just yeah. gonna be walking around greasy with yeah, this TikTok trend. For real. <laughs> I have been using the the gua, gua sha stone. Oh yeah. Mm, I do like it. I don't know if it's doing anything nice for me, but I and like the jade roller. Ugh. Yeah. It's just so nice on my face. I, I hear you. I need to get back into it. So I got a glossy. I love these. I love these resolutions. What did you say, Jesse? I got a guasa. A so guasa. A guasa. I also have been getting very into retinols and hyaluronic acid. It was yes. like a science experiment over Christmas break. <laughs> yes, but you have Nobody... to be careful with that retinol to not use too much of it. You know, mm -hmm. like, or too many, like, you have to split out your days or else your skin, you know, doesn't like you. Oh. Learn that the hard way. It was a chemistry project in my bathroom. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I found some little micro needling like patches 
oh, for cool. specific areas. And because I don't feel confident doing microneedling by myself, mm-hmm. it just sounds like a recipe for disaster. But I put it in my in between my eyebrows and then on my smile lines by my eyes. And I I don't know, my face looks good. It seems to be less wrinkly. <laughs> like I don't see the fine lines like I was seeing them. Yeah. So I'm not sure if that's a review or not. I think your face looks great. Thank you. You too. I'd be interested in that. I have like a real hard line, you know, like the frowny, like I think they call them Mm -hmm. 11s, but I only have like, it's just a one. I don't have a full 11. (laughs) (laughs) And um, my, I got frownies as a Christmas gift from my cousin in like a gift exchange. Mm -hmm. And have you guys seen those on TikTok? No. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. So I, I don't think I've used them enough to know if it really works, but um, I, I'm hoping that those will do something. Well, I'm here for all of this self-care. This sounds great. Like pampering and luxury. And books. And books. I mean, that's self-care number 1,000. We believe the power to change lives is within ourselves. We believe with the right attitude, anything can be accomplished. We believe the amount of knowledge and insight available is limitless. But we don't think life should be taken too seriously. Books that make us better. An alpha media podcast. So, yes, I agree. Should we um, hop in? I mean, like as a reminder, (laughs) we chose green lights. (laughs) For our oh. winter break. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, surprise, everyone. We went with the book Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. Yay. It was, I mean, it was overwhelmingly chosen by our Facebook audience. So, I mean, there was an in, in Instagram. Do we have an Instagram audience too? We have an Instagram. Do we? No. Kayla? No? I Just Facebook? So. Okay, thanks. Couldn't yeah. remember. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, overwhelmingly, they chose it. And lots of people were like, you're going to laugh out loud. So, I mean, so far I have been entertained. Yeah, it's entertaining. I I don't know. I am just, I have no real opinions about this yet, even though what I'm going to say is an opinion. But this has been one of the more difficult books for me. Um, to like wrap my brain around because the other books in the past that we've chosen, like each chapter has like a moral of the story. And some of these are antidotes. Like he has throughout his book, what he calls bumper stickers, which are just like, um, a phrase, like a short phrase, you know, like a bumper sticker yeah, or a poem or, something. or a poem. Yeah. And so some of it just, it's a little bit different. I'm not saying that's bad. I'm just saying it's, it's this, I think think season of this book might just be a tad bit different than some of our other ones. Yeah, I do think, um, he, I mean, he's lived life longer than I have. So I do think that there's still some lessons that he could impart. And I think there's a wisdom that he can impart. And I, I think that there's some things to be taken away. But yeah, I would agree. This feels, it feels very memoir, um, even though he claims it to not be a memoir. But it, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like life stories. Which I think life stories can be valuable. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, introduction. That's on me. I actually did really like the introduction a lot. Um, he goes in, he starts his book by saying that um, it's not a traditional memoir. He tells stories from the past, but he claims to have no interest in nostalgia. Um, 
or, you know, being sentimental. This is not an advice book. He's not here to preach. He's just here to share stories, insights, and philosophies. And um, he said it's a play, a playbook based on adventures in his life. There were a couple parts here that I highlighted because um, one of the things he said is, I'm not perfect, no. I step in shit all the time and I recognize when I do. I've just learned how to scrape it off my boots and carry on. And then in the next uh, chapter or in the next paragraph, I really liked this part. He said, we all step in shit from time to time. We hit roadblocks, we fuck up, we get fucked, we get sick, we don't get what we want. We cross thousands of could have done betters and wish that wouldn't have happened in life. Stepping in shit is inevitable. So let's either see it as good luck or figure out how to do it less often. And I like, if I was not so repulsed by the word shit, which I like, <laughs> this is not my favorite word, um, I would get that on a bumper sticker because uh, it's always been the moments in my life that I think are really shitty uh, that have always end up eventually turning around and uh, been actually way more beneficial than I even thought. So I thought that part was really valuable. I agree. I highlighted that too. <laughs> yeah. I thought that part was great. Yeah. So is he 50? Evidently. I mean, 50-ish. I don't know. When when was this book published? Oh, just 2020 or 2021. Yeah, one of the two. So possibly. So 50. I mean, he's got 15 years on me. Yeah, 2020. So I guess essentially um, he said that this book is comprised of his sights and scenes, felts and figured outs, cools and shameful, graces, truths, and beauties of brutality. He said that it is essentially a love letter to life. And I thought that was kind of, I don't know, the way he talks. I originally listened to this um, on audio, audiobook, and I've not done listening to it on audiobook, but I have the Kindle version as well. But it there is something neat about hearing him read because he does have a very like poetic and, of course, like actory type of of air to the way he reads this book. So I don't always like audiobooks because I'm have a very specific way I read it in my brain, but I did like, I do like listening to him. I like listening and looking at him, but um, I am just reading it in my own brain. <laughs> is, is this your celebrity crush? No, but he's still a very nice looking man. So I'll, I'll um, agree. My celebrity crush is Kevin Costner. But then oh. this last... <laughs> I this... forgot. I forgot, but now I remember. No, I, now I forgot. I <laughs> God damn it. I love Kevin Costner. Okay. But you this love is... his butt. Okay. I love everything about him. Um, I don't... Okay. Anyway, I digress. I don't even know if I would consider it a celebrity crush. I just think John Dutton's hot. Okay. So... Um, this last paragraph before he says it's a love letter, I also really liked where he said, hopefully it's medicine that tastes good. A couple of aspirin instead of the infirmary, a spaceship to Mars without needing your pilot's license, going to church without having to be born again and laughing through the tears. So he does have a very poetic way about writing. So two thumbs up on that. Matthew McConaughey, McConaughey, McConaughey. <laughs> so what's next how did i get here yeah so how did i get here is basically tons of 
I guess, background information about who he is, where he, you know, was raised and a little bit about his life. And but it's all said in very like short sentences that are very just factual about things that happened to him along the way. Um, so he discusses uh, kind of his childhood a little bit briefly um, about growing up and always wanting to be a father, um, about being the first one to wear out the knees in the skins of his jeans and the tough skin jeans. Um, the fact that he yelled or he led his soccer team in red cards as a goalie. Um, he talks about, uh, two instances in his life that were sexually, um, he was blackmailed, uh, for sex and that he was molested by a man in the back of a van when he was knocked out. I mean, it's just all of these short little statements that kind of paint this picture of who he is and how he got there. Um, I found it interesting, um, that he talked about how he applied for college to four different colleges and he only got into three out of the four of them. And the only <laughs> reason I know which one he didn't get into um, is because, well, at least I guess I'm assuming Gram Grambling University, if you're familiar with it, um, it's a historically black university. Um, and so I'm guessing that that was probably the one that he didn't get into. Um, if I had to make an assumption, if you I mean, were a if, betting woman, if I was a betting woman, I'm going to say that it was Grambling. Um, it's a college in Louisiana that I've done research on because when I lived in Louisiana, I looked at several universities, that being one of them. But before I applied, I made sure that I knew everything about it, uh, and not that I wouldn't have applied. It's just I wouldn't have been accepted, right? Um, anyway. Uh, talked about never feeling a, like a victim, um, and just kind of, again, painting this picture of who he is. And it actually, like, all these stories start to make me understand him now, I think, the way that I thought he might be, and why he kind of might be that way. I don't know. What did you guys think? Yeah, I, <laughs> I just have to say, I highlighted, and I've been waiting for a moment to say this, the part where he says, I've done peyote in Real de Catorce, Mexico, in a cage with a mountain lion. And I was like, <laughs> just back up. I highlighted it because I don't fucking believe that. In right. a cage with a mountain lion? Go fuck yourself. That was a uh, hallucinated oh. mountain lion. It, well, was hallucinated. it was still a cage, a mountain lion in a cage with him. It yeah. just was not maybe, act, factual. Like maybe it was actual. a metaphor. Yeah. Maybe he was the mountain lion in a cage. Maybe that comes out later. Perhaps. I really, <laughs> really, <laughs> I really, really liked the sentence um, when he said, I have a lot of proof that the world is conspiring to make me happy. Yeah. Because, like, I just, I agree with that a lot. Mm -hmm. yeah, I love I, that. It does, it definitely does paint a, like, a staccato picture of who he is. It definitely feels like you're being, like, machine gunned with facts. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, it definitely does paint a picture. I mean, I feel, and I do feel like that's important. Uh, I mean, he says it's not a memoir, but I feel like this is important for a memoir because you have to be like, you need to know these things about me before I start telling these stories so that you don't judge me in a certain light. So, yeah. Yeah, if we get the peyote out right in the beginning, then what's left? Nothing. <laughs> That's it. Get it out. What's... Get it out there. Um, I don't know. And I'm thinking maybe I saw some interviews too of when the book was released and him telling some of these stories. And so I think... I kind of just in my head was always 
like at, before reading this, since I saw those interviews, was like, yeah, this guy's probably seen some shit. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I feel like you're right. For sure. He's seen some shit. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, how we got here. I don't know what else yeah. to say about it. I yeah, I don't feel like I had a ton of takeaways from his, like, how I got here. So. I mean, I did like how it was written, just like short, very, mm -hmm. like, to the point facts of, like, this happened, then this happened, then this happened, but all in kind of a very uh, poetic way. So I do have this comment as I'm kind of going through this. Um, so I said a little bit ago that um, I have the audiobook and I've enjoyed listening to the audiobook. However, I love the format of this Kindle version. I'm going to guess the book is the same way. But like when you listen, there is no, you know, like in the green light chapter, green lights are all green. The word green lights is green every time he says it. Yeah. Or like a poem is in a box. And like when you're listening, there's no distinction to him like ending a paragraph and starting a poem. And so I don't know. Or maybe he says poem or something, but. I've never really seen a book laid out like this, and I think it's kind of neat. Yeah, it is different. I'm, yeah, I'm I agree. enjoying it for a little change of pace. I'm confused, but I'm enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> so that gets us to what's a green light? Well, that's me. So what's a green light? He really starts out kind of explaining what green lights are in our life, um, and those are the affirmations of our way being the correct way what's happening in our life is is going well it's the approvals it's um it's the parts of life that are easy that don't really give us any trouble um and then he says though that green lights can be disguised as yellow and red lights um which those are moments that cause a disruption in our flow and can be a hurdle in our life. However, we can um, turn them into green lights. And while that might not always be easy, it is possible to do. And he says catching green lights involves skill and intent. I will say the only thing that's kind of like bothering me at the moment when I read is how many words he uses separated by commas yes. to make very long sentences like for example <laughs> he says catching green lights is about skill intent context consideration endurance anticipation resilience speed and discipline do we need all those words i don't know we could have kept it <laughs> he shorter does a lot. so yeah um but anyways so he says we can catch more green lights just by identifying where the red lights are in our life and then changing our course so that we hit less of them. Um, and I like where he says it's about like um, persist, pivot, or concede. So if we hit a hurdle, a red light or a yellow light, we have the chance to like push through it. We have the chance to change course or we have the chance to just, you know, let it win. And then life isn't what it could be for us. Um, and he says he believes everything we do in life is part of a plan. Sometimes the plan goes as intended and sometimes it doesn't. That's part of the plan. 
realizing this is a green light in itself. He says, the problems we have today eventually turn into blessings in the rear view mirror of life. Um, so in time, yesterday's red lights lead us to green light. And I mean, I do, I do like that idea of it. And mm -hmm. I don't disagree. Like things can be really difficult in the moment. But when I think about the parts of my life that have been like really hard or that I struggled through and I you know, thought I would never get past this, they've actually been really good lessons and they've made me who I am today. And so I don't look at them as bad things anymore. I just look at it as, you know, like a chance to pivot. And here I am now. What do you guys think? Agreed. Um, also, sorry for coughing. I thought I was muted. Oh, I didn't hear it. <laughs> I wasn't paying attention. Oh, I'm still caught um, up in my own yeah. voice. No, I totally, no, I totally agree with um, the, what you were saying about the red lights and uh, like, I definitely ascribed to that notion that like, while it sucks while you're going through it, you're going to gain a valuable lesson at the end. Like you, there's always something good to come out of it. Right. Uh, yeah. I feel like this part uh, really <laughs> was my 2020, uh, which is very bizarre all last year. Um, obviously the ladies here know all of this, but it really was pushing for something that I wanted to accomplish. Um, and by pushing, I mean literally for six months. And then by the end of it, all of these things are kind of falling into place exactly uh, the way they were probably meant to the whole time. So like this whole year of 2021 felt like a bunch of red lights and a bunch of yellow lights. But at the end of the year, actually the beginning of this year, we had a green light and everything has just happened the way it should. Um, so I was listening to this part in my car and I was like, well, shit, <laughs> I guess he was right about this one. <laughs> right. It's like, how many times do I have to learn this lesson though? Because how many times do you go through and you just think this is the right way? I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing, but why is it so hard? And then you're like, you get to the end and hindsight, well, uh, 2020 and all that shit. But uh -huh. like, so yeah, I mean, we can say this till we're blue in the face, but I'm not going to remember it when I'm in the moment. I'm going to forget. <laughs> well, and part of that, I think, is personality, too. Like, I'm not, and I I know you ladies aren't either. We're not really people that sit back and just are great at letting things just come to us. Like, I would say we each have aspects about our personalities that make us go-getters. And when you're a go-getter, it is sometimes very hard to just, you know, trust the universe's process and... But I have to say, so far, uh, the universe or God or the greater plan's not been wrong yet, so. Facts. Maybe, maybe this year I'll learn it. Hey, it's, you know, you, you have a whole year ahead of you to find out, so. Oh my gosh, a whole year. Is this your resolution, Kayla? My resolution is not to get any more jobs. <laughs> Same. I'm going to stop volunteering for things, too. Same. That's a, that's a solid resolution. Shoot. <laughs>